We are looking ahead uh, to what is uh, coming our way uh, tonight and especially uh, tomorrow. A winter storm warning currently in place for London. Winter officially arrived uh, yesterday afternoon. But, I mean, in a big, big way, it's going to be coming in uh, tonight. Uh, People want a white Christmas, not necessarily a stormy Christmas, but that is uh, really what we're going to get here. So what exactly is the situation? Let's uh, bring on Anthony Fardell. He is the chief meteorologist for Global News and joins us now. Uh, Good morning, Anthony. Good morning to you. And, uh, yeah, I think there are different ways to get a white Christmas. This maybe isn't isn't the way that we were all looking for as we have travel plans and and errands to run in the next couple of days. This is certainly the the hard way, uh, but what are you seeing uh, for the storm, I guess, tonight into tomorrow? Yeah, well, the temperature actually is warming up today, so we're going to start above freezing, and that means mostly rain for the night. Now, the problem with that is the the more rain we get, uh, the more puddles there are, and then the front comes through. It comes through before the morning commute, before most of us are up in the morning, uh, and the temperature doesn't just drop slightly below freezing. We're dropping all the way down to minus 10 uh, within a few short hours of time so a flash freeze is something that we're anticipating it comes with scattered flurries and squalls uh, so everything ices up and and the salters they're they're going to be working from behind because of the speed of that arctic front how big how significant could this be i mean i'm seeing uh, you know different storms in the united states in wyoming uh, in the midwest i mean is what they're getting what we're going to get or is it some sort of mixture kind of coming together here it's definitely a mixture, and, and as much as we, we like to say, oh, those Great Lakes, they bring us so much lake effect snow and they cause so many problems, they also buffer these Arctic air masses quite a bit. So uh, we've seen, in you mentioned Wyoming, there were temperature drops of about 30 degrees in, in 20 minutes' time, and, and that's just extreme, but there's nothing between Wyoming and, and basically uh, the Arctic Circle but flat land and, uh, and fields. So uh, that's the reason for that out west. Now, that cold is going to help spawn this new storm that's developing late today. It hasn't even really formed yet. So by this evening, it starts to to intensify and it deepens rapidly as it moves up uh, across Lake Huron into Georgian Bay and then into uh, parts of western Quebec. So it's that deepening storm that's going to increase the pressure gradient and cause those winds to really stir up. So snow is one thing and, and yes, it will be heavy locally Uh, But it's the wind-snow combination that is the reason, and the flash freeze, is the reason for the winter storm warning. And then you don't have to go too far north. Once you're into Stratford, it's a full-on blizzard warning, which you very rarely see. So uh, driving Friday and even through Saturday with the uh, enhanced lake effect is going to be difficult if you get into those squalls. I was going to say, you know, Saturday, is that a a problem as well? But, I mean, it looks as though, you know, really Friday is going to be the big focus, but this is going to linger into Saturday as well. Linger into Saturday. I mean, it'll be around on Sunday, a little little calmer in some areas, but still uh, where those lake effect bands are impacting, it's still zero visibility for uh, almost, well, 48 hours, which which means if, if you're stranded or you go into a ditch and and the roads end up being shut down you could be there a while so this is the type of situation it's not just your average lake effect where where the snow squalls around and and there's some wind this is a hundred kilometer per hour gusts that could also knock out power to to parts of southwestern ontario
You mentioned the power. I've been following your tweets all week, and the power aspect is one of the big concerns you've had right from the get-go. Yeah, I do think this will be remembered more for the wind than the snow. And I mean, blizzard conditions are are horrible, but if you get power knocked out and you have no electricity uh, lasting into Christmas, that's, that's not fun either. And, and I think especially as you get closer to Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, and the areas immediately adjacent to the shoreline, uh, winds 100 to 120 kilometers per hour uh, for late Friday and continuing right through the night. So this is a long duration event. It's obviously going to cause some huge waves on all five of the Great Lakes and uh, some coastal flooding as well. Today is the nine-year anniversary of that big ice storm we had that impacted uh, southwestern Ontario. I was in uh, Toronto at the time, and uh, I guess uh, history does repeat itself and weather does repeat itself. It does, and and it's one of those things that, uh, I mean, it's this holiday period that is so busy, and you saw the effect of just a snowstorm in Vancouver and how that can uh, affect airlines, not just there, but but across the entire network. So uh, the hydro network is, is kind of similar, where you, you get a power line down, and it can last a while, and there are crews that are having to work over the holidays. So, uh, yeah, the timing is not ideal. Every storm, though, is completely different. That ice storm was, was a localized where you got ice was was the hardest hit areas other areas were spared this time around i think the winds are going to impact all of us so with the uh, the storm still somewhat developing in terms of snow totals it's hard to get an exact read on it right now i mean we have some projections but it will know better i guess maybe tonight uh, yeah, and, and we've already put out a, a snowfall map. One thing, uh, this this snow is, is really tough to forecast on the backside of these developing storms. So until they start to happen, we can't really tell where that band will be. I think a good number for London would be 15 to 20 centimeters. Uh, again, that combines a bit of lake effect. As you go just north, we get into that 30 to 40, even 50 plus centimeters by Sunday. So this is a long duration, as I mentioned, but still, when you get a half meter of snow and, and then those winds creating drifts over a meter, that is, uh, that's a big deal. And that's uh, more than a white Christmas for, for a lot of areas. Indeed. Uh, just finally, uh, I was looking at the long range and it does look like we get a bit of a warm up for New Year's. Definitely, yeah, a complete reversal. So Christmas uh, Day still, if you get up in the morning and you head outside uh, with the kids maybe or want to play in the snow, uh, there's still a wind chill of about minus 20 early on. And then as we get later in the week and towards New Year's, we go above freezing, and it looks like right into the first week of January, we're going to see some some mild air across uh, the Great Lakes and really across the entire country and all of North America because the cold – if you're vacationing in, in, say, Florida or even Cancun or Cuba, they're going to feel the effects of this cold air mass. Temperatures will drop, in Cuba's sake, to about 19 degrees in Veradero. But, hey, that's still not exactly <laughs> beach weather for, for a couple of days at least. Uh, you're a busy guy. I certainly appreciate uh, your time this morning. Thank you very much. Thanks for me on. That's Anthony Farnell, Chief Meteorologist for Global News.